This is Fifty Shades of NBA podcast. This is your co-host Trey. This is Nathan, and yeah, we got a fun one today. Yeah, we do. Uh, something different, never done before here on uh, our podcast. Anyway. First time ever. Yeah, first time ever for any platform, any podcast. But uh, we're gonna bring in a good friend of ours, good friend of mine, well, yeah, my yeah. teammate, good friend of yours. Let's... Okay, my bad. I know the guy. Okay, okay, classmate of Trey's. Yep. But good, good personal fr- friend. Okay. personal friend there you go but uh justin daly he is probably the only and biggest uh timberwolves fan i know i think he's the only and biggest timberwolves fan ever i don't really think they have yeah it's just him him so just him only one in the the arena stadium type of deal was it target target yeah the target center, center. yeah yeah but anyway without further ado uh senor justin daly welcome to the show Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Oh, there you I go. I got the applause. the applause. I found the button. I love it, dude. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, we really just want to give you a couple questions about your Timberwolves since, again, we know you're a pretty big fan of theirs, and you feel that we haven't given them enough love, so I've heard. So Definitely. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> kind of the floor is yours, so I'll open it up to you. Um, by asking just your general thoughts and feelings about the season so far. Thoughts on the season? I mean, we're sitting, what, 26 or 27 and 26 right now. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's looking like we'll be like a, a play-in team, unfortunately, in the Tough West Conference. Um, yeah. Honestly, a big a big shining point for us this season is obviously Ant-Man. Yeah. He's the guy. Um, I mean, personally... I think sitting, sitting where we are without our big big man Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. is kind of a big a big deal. We've we've had um I think we're two months and just a few days without Cat, yeah. thirty one games without him. Damn. Um, honestly, I think obviously I wish we were better, but looking at our past, I would say that this is a good season for us. I mean, bouncing off off of last year and all the all the memes that were talked about the, our team and mm-hmm. me as a fan with Pat Bev celebrating the, <laughs> the play and win, uh, like uh, we yeah. won the, the finals or something. Uh-huh. But I know I'm, I'm pleased for what we've got. I mean, okay. we made that big trade for go bear and sent a lot of guys that I personally think could have been big X factor guys for us coming off the bench over to Utah yep. for, for just go bear. Jared yeah. Vanderbilt, the guy, the goat. Yeah, he's been doing his Dude, thing. Vando, in Utah. I miss Vando every day. Yeah. Yeah. He's been a great role role player for the Jazz this year. You know, it's like every other. I follow a couple of Jazz Twitter accounts. And oh, really? They just yeah, yeah, I do. Shocker, but they they drool over the man. I swear, they do. Same with Beasley. They love him. Uh, he's worth it. Beasley. He's worth it. Yeah, you guys, you guys. Uh, I do want to ask you though, JD. Now that we're you know, a few months into this this Rudy Gobert experiment, what what have, how would you grade that trade now? <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Um, the Jazz won, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I think looking at it, our GM was probably looking like we won a championship. We we made the playoffs for the first mm-hmm. time in however many years it was. Yeah, second time since I've since we've all been alive, the Timberwolves made the playoffs. They were like, all right. They kind of followed the trend of the other Minnesota organizations and yeah. went big on one player. And I don't know. I don't think it's really working out. I mean, I guess 
even able to be kept afloat without Cat. We have Gobert down there. Yeah. But I don't know. I was really, I was personally really excited to kind of see how the team would look and how we'd play with the way that the league is all small ball, no like positionless basketball with yeah. two big men. We kind of went the old uh, 2000, 2001, I think it was, San mm-hmm. Antonio Spurs route, the Twin Towers. Yep. Cat's mm-hmm. always been more of the selfish big man, likes to shoot threes. So with mm-hmm. Gobert being down there, I'm sure he would have enjoyed his role floating on the three-point lines, but mm-hmm. it's unfortunate. He's doing what he can. I mean, I don't know. This guy rarely scores over 10 points, but yeah. hey, what is he averaging? Like 15, 16 rebounds a game, which is Pretty something we lacked last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, when Do you know like when Kat and Rudy uh, were on the floor together, how that looked as a team? We like, don't have a big sample size for yeah, it. Yeah, there's but. not a big sample size, but... I don't know if you were yeah, watching the games, but was it effective at all, or was it still too early for any chemistry to really develop? I don't know. I, I think I'm pretty sure they enjoyed playing together, but mm-hmm. I like I said, it was a little it's a little too early in the season to really tell. Like that's when everybody's still figuring it out. For sure, it would be great to have Cat back soon. I think I'm hoping we'll get him back after the All Star break, but okay. we'll never know. We have, we have guys like. Jaden McDaniel stepping up this year. Yeah, he's been going crazy for sports. Hey, only there's <laughs> there's only one player there's only one player in the NBA to have fifty plus steals and fifty plus blocks, and that happens to be that man, Jaden McDaniel. So right. I think that guy needs love. Are you saying uh, maybe some DPOI consideration or some nods, or is that a little too much? Some nods. Okay. I don't know. There's other great Small defenders in the team. NBA. Okay. Definitely an all defensive NBA team. That's okay. it's gotta happen. If it's not, that's it's rigged. It's rigged. All right. I dig it. I He's dig been it. nice. He's hit a three in like I wanna say fourteen of his last fifteen games. Do you know that from uh from I know betting? that from sports okay. betting, yeah. He's but been reliable he's, for he's you. He's been he's he's made some money for me. Okay, I dig it. Um yeah. <laughs> can we're moving past that, but um looking at the trade deadline, how it's coming up. And like you said, the Wolves are kind of hanging out in that play-in spot. Do you think a trade would help them um, make a further playoff push or just get that sixth seed so they don't have to worry about uh, falling into the play-in tournament? Or are you content with how the team looks now and you think they can figure it out? Uh, That's a great question because I think that we are kind of in a little funky spot. Mm -hmm. I think that we have the guys. To, to compete and maybe get out of the play-in spot, but like the West is so competitive, yeah. there's not really, it's not really too much that we can really do to our team. We have the we have guys like D'Angelo Russell that could pro- possibly be shopped because he's going to be a restricted or unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. And I know that with Ant, we're going to have to pay him big, and we need to give him whatever money he wants and if he looks going to be a problem with that in the future i mean it wouldn't be a bad idea to shop him yeah i have been seeing some some reports that were that the nuggets they're they're shopping guard bones highlands who's been pretty hot this season i feel like that wouldn't be a bad move for us but just looking at our roster there's not really too many guys we could really give up Mm -hmm. aside from maybe jalen noel who's been a big guy for us coming off the bench this year Maybe a guy like Torrin Prince, Brian Forbes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I like our – it could just be my personal bias, but I, I personally enjoy our team a lot. Yeah, for real. Um, I'm looking at the standings right now, and 
Like the West is so tight and competitive. Yeah, I was just looking at that tattoo. They're literally half a game behind the Mavericks, who are in the sixth seed right now. Yeah, and they're sharing, you know, win win loss differential right now with the Pelicans and half a game behind <coughs> the Suns. And yeah, it's ridiculously it's crazy. close. It really is. The difference between I believe the tenth seed and the first seed is eight wins. That's ridiculous. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy in the West. You got teams like the Thunder, man. Like, yeah, Thunder, Portland. I mean, LA. Maybe they'll figure it out. Uh-huh. They I don't know. But it. after that, there's a big drop. It just goes from the Lakers with 23, and then you go down to San Antonio. Yeah, it's, it's literally the Spurs the and Rockets that you're like, all right, they're, they're they have out. no hope. They're out. Yeah. No, I yeah. I agree. Um, it'll be. I'm excited for the trade deadline, regardless. But I do appreciate you bringing in. Uh, your perspective as a T Wolves fan there, mm-hmm. but oh yeah, I think we're gonna move on. Closing up, uh, I have, I have our one T-Wolves. more T Wolves. Oh, okay, thing. my bad, my more. bad. So, one more, right. one more thing, real quick. So at the end of the season, okay. Nas Reed, who I have been in love with since his days at mm-hmm. LSU, is gonna be a restricted free agent. Looking at your center depth and your forward depth already, with I mean, you got Torian, who's like a three four. You got Rudy and Cat, obviously. You got a uh, what's his what's his butt <laughs> who stepped <laughs> up? I forgot his name already. The three point shooting guy with fifteen fifty. Oh, Mc, uh, Jaden McDaniel. Jaden McDaniels. Okay. Jaden McDaniels. Yeah. Are you are you guys? Would you be looking to shop Nas Reed right now? I mean, I know the Nuggets won a first for Bones Highland, but would you? Is that something you would be looking at as like Nas Reed in a second? Because you really don't have the ability to trade a first right now, just because thanks to the Stepien rule, every other year you can't trade a first. You already swapped out four for Rudy. I mean, or would you rather keep Nas Reed for the long term? I think Nas, is, he's been playing good the past few years, and this year he stepped up big with Cappy and gone. I, I'm kind of like you, Trey. I, I've been digging Nas Reed since he was in high school. I love Big Jelly. <laughs> um, when, when we grabbed him, I was very pleased. And it, like you bring up a point I hadn't really even considered really i mean we could shop him that could be good but i mean if we we give our money to our young guys and keep them around i wouldn't see why keeping a guy like him up to come off the bench for us would be a bad asset for us you know yeah i mean totally fair you can never have too much of a good thing especially if you get off that d-low contract or you don't extend him past this year that frees up a lot of not cap space but cap flexibility where you can afford to keep those guys so a little more wiggle room for sure. A little more wiggle room. Cool. Um, I'll I'll Definitely. give it to you, Justin. Like any final takes, hot takes you got before uh we say goodbye. Mm, a hot take. Give it to us. About I want I want to say, say it's like two out of a take. I think I want to see my I want to see my man Ant in the All Star game, yeah. whether that's coming off the bench for mm-hmm. being like an injured reserve guy. Yeah, he's been having a season. Anthony been. Edwards has not missed a single game this year, which is you even despite dealing with multiple injuries, he yeah. leads. He literally leads the NBA in total minutes played. He's fourth in points, second in steals, and he's the best player on the top six seed team. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't. He's, mm-hmm. The guys he's competing with are like Devin Booker, yeah. and he's played more games than Devin Booker. Devin Booker's only played what like. 29 games this year. Mm, he's missed a lot of time with injury. And Ant's putting up comparable numbers. 
in the, just his last 31 games over D-Book. I know that's bold. The D-Book's a league favorite. I'm a big D-Book guy myself, but mm-hmm. it'd be know. really cool to see a young guy like Ant. He's 21 years old. Yep. Give Ant the start. Give some, the Ant the all-star. He deserves it. Yeah. I, I agree com- wholeheartedly with you. Yeah, no, that would be great. that'd be the best birthday present ever. We figure that out on Thursday. I love I it. Need it. I love it. All right, Justin, I appreciate that, man. Uh, oh yeah. Other than that, you're always welcome. We loved it. Yeah, we um, appreciate you guys you coming on the pod, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Dude, yeah, no, whenever you guys want, just shoot me a text. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, shed some light on one of my one of my favorite NBA teams. Absolutely. Justin, is there anywhere that you want people to find you? Is there an Instagram you want people to follow? Mm. Give us the shout out. This is your free moment to plug yourself. Plug myself, eh? Instagram, Justin Daily One. You can follow me on there. Shout out if you shade to the NBA podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity. Reach. Hashtag uh, big I'll pod. see you boys tomorrow. <laughs> appreciate it. Hey, I'll see you, class. Love you, bro. We'll see you Thanks, later. Bro. All right, that was, that was so awesome. Great. Yeah, that was awesome. That was Justin, so again. Thank you for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Uh, what a king. Yeah, that was awesome. What a great guy. Have to do that more often. Yeah. But right on. Well, let's just start grabbing randos off the street. <laughs> hey, do you like basketball? All right, come on. Oh, uh, no? Okay, you want to come on? Yeah. Anyway? yeah, we'll uh, we'll feed you stuff. We'll yeah. feed you stuff. But <laughs> Why yeah. did you just hand me a piece of paper that says Joel is better than Hakeem? Man, don't worry about it. Just, no, say, just it. say the words. Just say it. Say you're credible, too. Pretend you went to like a D1 school. Yeah, I don't even know. Say you were Hakeem's best friend. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Joel's way better than this bum. Per sources. Per sources. Per sources. Guy on the street. But <laughs> anyway, we'll get into uh, the rest of our show. Um, and we're going to start with Joel and Jokic. Um, they had a great showdown <sighs> last week. Yeah, Trey, you take your breath. But it had my entire Twitter timeline ablaze with Joel highlights, Joel like MVP because this was like shortly after it was announced he was not going to be a all-star starter yep. and maybe a day or two. I don't remember it was the, like the day after. Yeah. Man. It was literally the day after. So he was coming out with something. Two. Yeah. He was coming out with something to prove and he definitely did it. He literally, like I said, had all of NBA Twitter ablaze for 24 hours. But that being said, Trey, what do you got for me? Joel Embiid is the best player in the entire basketball league. All right. Right now. Mm -hmm. As of this exact moment, I agree with that statement with nothing less than all of my heart. Mm -hmm. The dude. So let me get, let me give you a stat line here. Yeah. Read it to me. I'm going to read you two numbers. I'm going to read you point totals for both Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid, Mm -hmm. which no disrespect to Jokic. Yeah. Jokic is easily the top, one of the top two centers in the league. Mm Mm-hmm. There, it's Jokic and Embiid or Embiid and Jokic. There's no other yeah. argument. 47 points, 24 points. That's right. That's right. Embiid had 47. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me... 18 rebounds. 8 rebounds. Okay. Keep it going. That's Joel. But hey, okay. So at least, you know, Joel only finished with 5 assists compared to Jokic's 9. Yeah. I mean, still though, for a guy like Jokic who is regarded as the best passing big man... Possibly of all time. Easily of all time. A four assist difference I don't think is They both had two astronomical. blocks. Okay. But Joel had three steals to go with those two blocks. Mm. He also had six turnovers. Joel had six turnovers. Okay. Jokic had seven. All right. All right. Also, 
Jokic had three players score in the top 20. Uh-huh. You know how many Joel had? Not top um, 20. Score in 20 yeah, points. Yeah, score in 20 points. I'm going to say at least one, maybe. Ah, zero. Zero. All right. Zero. And uh, who who won that game? Who Sixers won that game? Or? The 76ers won that game. Oh, because right. Joel Embiid is so much better than Jokic, it's not even funny. And after the game, and people's like, there's no disrespect here. Like, yeah. Jokic is a two-time MVP. That's uh-huh. what he said. Yeah, that's no, just a fact. That was really cool. It's so cool because it's, they don't dislike each other at all. Like yeah, they clearly have no so beef. much respect. Yeah, there's no beef. That's all. Joel fans. deserves more than anything uh-huh. to at least be all NBA first team. I'm gonna lose my mind. You know he's never gotten it. I, I believe he's never. Yeah, that, that's I believe crazy. That. I believe that. That's crazy. Uh huh. Has he just been second team? That's the uh, the ceiling. For second him team right now? because Jokic has won the past two MVPs. Uh huh. Wow. And then I'm assuming guys like Giannis or LeBron, KD, they're <sighs> taking those other spots. <sighs> well, Joel and Jokic are the only center spots oh, for the All NBA team because right, they do it by position. Uh, You're thinking yep, All Star, All Star, dude. Nope, oh they do it by gosh. position, which yeah, is that's crazy. So tough. When you look at this, you see Joel Embiid had two All Star starters yep. and then two All NBA second teams. So you would go, okay, he was good. Mm-hmm. No, you don't understand. He finished second MV- MVP voting mm-hmm. both times. Yep, he did. It's just. You can't have two All NBA first team centers. Mm-hmm. Also, they changed the thing so that Joel could be voted in as a forward. Yeah, and so could Jokic if yeah. they if the voters so please. They just chose Jason Tatum instead last year. Crazy. No reason. <laughs> like these uh, same players crazy, were like, man. yeah, Jokic, then Embiid, uh-huh. then everyone else, and, and then they went. Else. Yeah, I like Tatum more for that forward spot. Like, yeah, no, he's kind of cool. No, you know, give it to him. Give That's it to. Tough. Him. I'm losing my mind over here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, at that time, I believe Joel was just coming off his Nets game where he, uh-huh. where he killed the Nets. Um, shout out to Nick Claxton. He had a great game in that one, too. Could be a sleeper for DPOY. He could be a sleeper mm-hmm. for a lot of things. I think he's going to yep. win most improved. Oh, all right. Um, I would disagree with that, but... We'll get to that. Yeah. Because you're thinking Lori. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Lori, totally dude. That's probably more makes more sense yeah. than what I said. All right. But Keep going. It's ridiculous. Like, uh-huh. he, he moved up to second and then came out. And this is the second year in a row that they've had a... Nuggets Sixers game yep. and most media has gone deciding of the MVP. Yeah. And it's just not been fair because mm-hmm. Jokic's team is usually better, better. coached. No uh-huh. offense to the talk to Doc. He's done a great yeah. job. Like 19 in our last tw- 19 and 4 in our last 25 yeah. or something crazy. Um but no. No offense to to Doc, but Malone is a great coach. Indeed he is. Doing great things. Jokic is Never outdueled him personally. Mm-hmm. Like any minute that Jokic is trying to guard Embiid, yeah, is a minute where Embiid scores. Yep, it's almost. I think he went like in the fourth. Yeah. I believe Jokic was like two for eight. I believe it, and that Embiid was like eight for five. Yeah, I something I just, crazy. He made three extra buckets on top of his attempts. Uh, it was insane. He was going at him like intentionally, just saying, "Jokic, come guard me," and I'm. I'm taking it to you. Whether yeah. it was a three ball, which he had on Jokic's Dagger. head. Oh, my Dagger. gosh. That was nasty to see. A Disrespectful from a seven-foot. Seven, yeah, literally. Oh seven-footer doing that. And oh then gosh. just driving in and giving him the business. You dude. see that You see ridiculous. that blow-by-reverse jam? Yeah, that's the mm. one I'm thinking about. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, he, like, he literally, he took it personally. Joel feasted and then, think, and then paid nothing but respect. Yep, which is cool. I love it. It was really cool. I love it. It was a great post-game interview giving Jokic his flowers, but I think kind of at the same time saying, I'm here type of deal. 
Like that yeah. that was a statement game. That was the most for... statementy of statement games I've ever seen. All right. I don't and then I was like, I saw that and I was like, ah. Uh-huh. And B's got player player of the week at the very least. Yeah, let's drop fifty the next game. Oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. oh, never mind. Yep. Okay. Didn't uh uh it was Luca he dropped a ridiculous yeah, amount. Yeah, it was fifty or something. I don't even know. And then I Dame had a good night the other night too. Who did Luca yelled at someone the other night and was like He was l- yelling at uh the Pistons like assistant coach. Isaiah Livers. No, no, no. He was yelling or, at Isaiah Livers on the Pistons. Okay. Who's like a backup backup power forward and yeah. he said, "Who are, who are you?" and then laughed. Oh my god. That was like this man is a menace. Yeah. Someone needs to stop him. Literally. Also, don't stop this. I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joel also got fined for his DX celebration. <laughs> that was uh got fined so 25k. Funny, to be that fair, was so funny. I understand why they fined him. Uh-huh. So that was a that was the primetime game, right? Yep. And that's Sixers. Yep. Ben Simmons returned to Philly. Also, mm-hmm. he dropped his fifth high Ben Simmons dropped his fifth highest point total of the entire year in that 11? game. 11? 12. Wow. <laughs> I know. It was not great. He dropped 21 <laughs> earlier in the year. That was pretty good. Oh my gosh. That and Ben terrible. definitely got more aggressive, especially oh, when Montrez minutes came in. Yeah. So that was from just a lover of basketball, not necessarily yeah. a liker of Ben Simmons, but I just don't like him as a basketball player, not yeah. as a person. So it's cool That's to fair. see him get his mojo back a little bit there. Yeah. I know you and I were talking about, it. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or uh, in private, but you said that you don't think he would like, ever play in Philadelphia again. I didn't think he would. And yeah. he, he had the game that night. I know. I so. thought I thought for sure he was going to be like, my back hurts. Yeah. I, I don't want to play I was thinking of you, though, when uh, I saw him out there on the court. I was like, oh, well. There I he is. that settles it that. It was that night. Yeah, so it was that's that why night. I said that. I oh, was okay, like, that's right. I think he's just going to step out of this game. Yeah. Like, he's going to be a last-minute scratch. Poked in the eye. Oh, my knee hurts. Yeah. And, then, and then I realized he was definitely going to play when the betting opened, mm-hmm. and I could bet on Ben Simmons. So All I right. Did. There you go. Vegas knows. Five rebounds. Easy money. He get that? Yeah. Nice. He always gets that. Okay. Almost always. Sometimes he'll finish like four assists. Okay. Um, no. I mean, Ben at the same time. Oh, I, I don't want to talk about Ben. Okay. So Joel at this no game was going crazy. He was uh-huh. making a statement against Ben Simmons yep. because Ben thought he should be the focal point of the team. Yep. Joel thought he should. That's where a lot of attention really started. made the right choice. They did. Absolutely. Um, but Ben's also the reason we traded Jimmy Butler. Didn't resign him, so that's unfortunate. But yeah, that's can't live in the past. Moving on, Joel's looking great. James looks great. Mm-hmm. He's one of two players averaging twenty and ten this season. The other right being on. Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, shout out. Um, but yeah, so Joel was at the game, made the statement, did the DX celebration. You yep. know who was in attendance at that game? Adam Ooh. Silver. Oh my! The God. commissioner. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure I can't that's confirm. I have no proof behind this. There yeah. is no source. Yeah. I like to think he was looking directly at the commissioner when he did that. That's awesome. In my head, Ken, that's what happened. Yeah, in I real mean, life, no idea. Sto- it'd kind of be a little storybook uh, it would. tale to it. You Look know? him in the eye. DX <laughs> celebration. Uh, and then Adam uh, knew right then and there. He's like, I, I can't do that. He's like, I can't let yeah. this slide. Yeah, 25K. Really, the disrespect. Yeah. It was awesome, though. Yeah. And then immediately after that, drops 47. Mm-hmm. He dropped a decent amount against the... Uh, the Magic in a loss yesterday, too. I think yeah. he dropped, I was going to say 30. Mm-hmm. 30, exactly. 30, 11, and 5. Word. With two blocks and two steals, my boy. There you go. Joel. Yeah, I think uh, whenever the MVP ladder comes comes out again for their updated rankings. I bet Jokic will still be one. No way. I guarantee no Jokic is still way, one. dude. I'm gonna lose my. M- Jokic has not been one in the number one in the MVP ladder. Yeah. Since that first season, Jokic won uh-huh. about 
I want to say 30 games into the season. Yeah, are you saying Joel hasn't been one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Since the first season, Jokic won. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Always been hanging around that, that top five, top three. Yep. Just tougher and ping-ponging between two. They had DeMar DeRozan over him at one point. I remember when DeMar was getting some MVP consideration. He shouldn't have been. No. no I love DeMar. Yeah. That's crazy. Don't no talk hate crazy. on DeMar, but like. Shout out Alex Brecken, who was very much on the DeMar to M- MVP. Yeah. Call them uh, MVP. I don't know about that one. It was all right. It was pretty. It's it's a better nickname than MVP'd. I'm not going to lie. MVP'd. It's a little. It's all right. You know, but. MVP. Okay. Yeah, definitely. DMVP. Oh, DMVP'd. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like that. DMVP is pretty solid. Yeah. That being I said, give that Joel's me. so much better. Yeah, he is. Whoever, whoever your favorite player is, Joel is better. Um, like Michael Jordan. <laughs> I stand by what I said. <laughs> Joel is better than Michael Jordan per tray. Per sources. <laughs> per sources. My bet. My Slam bet. my water you bottle down. Sources, yeah. In a dramatic fashion. But no, that was, it was a great matchup. Um, definitely, I think lived up to the hype because mm-hmm. they're back and forth for the most part in that game. They were. They? Yeah. I mean, the Sixers were down, I think. Yeah. Like 16, 17, 19 points going mm-hmm. into half or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And they just were like, no, nah, we're going on an 11-2 run, 12-2 yeah. run. I think it's even more impressive uh, how you said earlier that no one on the Sixers, aside from Joel, had even over 20. Uh, and you're going against, <laughs> I don't know I don't know about that, Trey, but uh, you're going against Jokic, who's back-to-back MVP, and he has two or three other teammates that are putting up 22. Jamal had 20 22, and Michael him. Porter Jr. had 20. Yeah. Aaron Gordon had 18. He's getting a lot of help. Shout out Aaron Gordon too. He's been having a hell of a season. He's definitely benefited from uh from Jokic's play. Kind of, I don't want to say revitalized him and his career, but the Nuggets the have, trend the trend he had with the Magic it it, it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. yeah, but that was my piece on that really quick. The Nuggets had four players score yeah. more points than the second highest scoring player That's on the crazy, Sixers. Dude. Who had a uh, second highest? Uh, was James it? Harden with seventeen. Wow. You know who was after that? Tyrese. George Niang. Really? Yeah. King George. All right. He was tied with Tobias with 14. Word. And then DeAnthony and Tyrese poured in 13 each. And then it was just a couple twos. Word. Two from PJ, two mm-hmm. from Shay. Also, shout out PJ. Okay, hold on. Shout <laughs> out PJ Tucker. Because yeah. PJ Tucker was the primary person guarding Jokic in the second half. Yeah. Murdered that man. That is awesome. Put him in the Dorcher table. Like, took mm. Lou Dort's na- name, put yeah. him in the Dorcher chamber, and took him down. It All was right. awesome. Shout out PJ Tucker. All right. I don't give you a lot of love on here because you don't really do anything, um, anything super flashy. Uh-huh. Uh, you just kind of never really been a flashy. He does player, that grit though. work. Yeah. And he p- pairs up with superstars so. really well. Uh-huh. So it was selfless. It was good. Yes. He's a very selfish, selfless yeah, player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for 10 mil, I'll guard Jokic and Giannis and Katie mm-hmm. every night. Why not? Yeah. Someone's got to. Why not me? I'll do it. Let me in there. He, you know they're going to score 50. Let me be the one they score 50 on. Yeah, literally. Man, what a dude. I like B.J. Tucker. B.J. Tucker too. holds it down. Uh, I thought that was a very exciting signing for, for the Sixers, honestly. I thought it was going to pay off a little bit more, but yeah. I understand that that's a, that's a, that's a playoff Post-season signing. Postseason time, yeah. yeah, for sure. You get playoff That's where you get Tucker a lot of his value from. Yeah, and it's totally worth it. I mean, yep. three-year 30 million is crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. He'll be 40 at the end of that. Like a literal forty, not like. You think he plays that contract out, or yeah, uh, yeah? Why would you retire? You're getting paid ten mil a year. It's fair. 
Unless Mori goes, I'll pay you seven mil right now to retire. <laughs> right? Uh, like, that's the only way. No mini buyout. Yeah. I hear you. But this is kind of perfect, though. Talking about Joel. Yep. Um, Jokic. Some of the biggest stars in our game. I almost barked again. I don't know. Oh. What that was. <laughs> I don't know what's with you. It's the dog. In I got. Oh yeah, I got my dog back home. Yeah, Shout out Madden. Madden. <laughs> Shout out Madden. He doesn't know what's happening. He's, He's very asleep. cute though. But I want to talk about just the biggest All Star starter snubs. Um, like I said, it plays it perfectly going, into. Man. I know. I know. I have to. Uh, well, it plays perfectly into. Damn. I think who your biggest snub and my biggest snub. The biggest um, snub. Yeah, no, it's perfect. But yeah, Cam Johnson. Snub? Yeah, obviously, Joel obviously. Embiid. Obviously, yeah. I no, mean, it's Joel. Listen, I I won't. I'm not even that upset. You yeah. know, just because it is, is against Giannis, KD, yeah. and Jason Tatum. Yeah, KD being Great above company. him is kind of crazy, mm-hmm. but KD was definitely playing his way into MVP consideration. He was until the injury. Yeah, and the yeah. injury's been a minute, but he'll be mm-hmm. back hopefully before then. Yeah, he said he wants to play All Star Game. So yeah. Which would be cool. Yeah. Um, man, it's just rough because he, he's scoring more than I believe all of them. Yep. Rebounding more than all than Giannis. Mm-hmm. His like true shooting, I think, is like third out yeah. of those four. There's a there's a cool graphic somewhere. I mm-hmm. thought I liked it, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, no, he just is having such a good season, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just not even really his fault. Yeah, that he's not in any way, yeah. and I, I can't be super mad about it. Uh huh. Because obviously, Giannis, KD, Joel, and um, it's a great group. Tatum are it really are is. the four front court players. Yep. That being said, bite me. <laughs> uh, Put Joel that. in there. Yeah. Who would uh, you take out? Uh, I'd probably take out. Take Giannis. I'd take out Giannis. Take out Giannis. Okay. Yeah. Tatum's been going crazy. I would take out Tatum and Giannis. KD deserves to be there, despite the injury. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why I would take out KD is just because of the injury and the other guys have played more games. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Number two, who's uh, who's the second biggest snub for you? <sighs> why, why don't you give me your number two? I gave you okay. my number one. Yeah, we both agree on on the number one, but my number two is Dematis Sabonis. Figured. We voted... Uh, on our long distance podcast, the most um, listened to podcast. Of yeah. Shades of NBA. Pretty cool. But I had him as a starter with LeBron um, and Jokic, obviously. And the dude, the man that got in ahead of him is Zion Williamson, which if you're just looking at their games and that's it. Cool. Great. I get it. Yeah. Zion is, um, he's a better player um, at the end of the day, but you also have a guy who's missed half the season, 29 games at the time of uh, the All-Star starters were announced. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I just, I hate that because you get guys with, you know, having great seasons and mm-hmm. they definitely deserve it. And I think injuries should be factored in um, when making these lineups. But that's just They me. should be factored in more. They least. should be, yeah. Because there's no reason, like, KD, despite yeah. the injuries, he should be an all-star this year. Yeah, he should. Yeah, he will you know, be an all-star. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you want to put him in the reserves just because he's missed a ton yeah. of time. Fair Which enough. I'm cool with. Yeah. Because at that point, like, granted, there's a lot of great players in this game, but you know, mm-hmm. like, you know who the stars are. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah, uh, Sabonis is my all-star 
snub behind Sabonis Joel. is also my number two. Okay, right on. Over Zion as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you have a number three? I do have, have a number okay. three. Who I do. It? I have a tie for number three, actually. All right. Um, let me take a look at the Western guards real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are Steph and Luca, right? Yep. Great list. I think Steph should be pulled out of that starters list. Okay. And replaced by Shea Gilgis Alexander. Man, you are Trey, you're just doing my my all-star lineup, dude. <laughs> okay. Am I really? Yeah, bro. It was it was uh Luca and SGA. I definitely voted for Steph. <laughs> you did too. That's the best. <laughs> he was part going of crazy it. at the he time. Was. He was. He was going crazy. Uh, no, it definitely should have been SGA. He's still averaging, mm-hmm. I believe, almost 30, if not over 30. I think 30. he is over. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. He's going he's crazy. Over 30. He's going crazy. We have like five players go over 30 right now. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it really is so <laughs> fun. We should go to a Bucks game. We should. Um, And then my other number three. Uh-huh. Let me take a look at the East real quick. I want to yep. take out Kyrie Irving. Okay. Who would you put in? James Harden. One of two players going 20 and 10 this year. Okay. I don't okay me. Shut no, up. I'm, it is I'm, James. I'm listening. I'm listening. James Harden should be totally in there. He has been so good as of late. Uh-huh. Seriously been going crazy. Uh he's had like he definitely has nights where he takes it off mm-hmm. offensively, but you can do that when Joel is scoring fifty seven points. Yep. Forty thousand points, twenty three and drops like an extra like sixteen blocks. Yeah. It's going crazy out there. All right. But when he <sighs> It's just so not. I shouldn't say it's not really a stub. I do like the All Star starters. Yeah. In terms of who they chose, I Kyrie Dimitch. Yep. Those are the correct guard choices. Dimitch was an absolute given. My third, maybe second, but I'm super biased. Was uh-huh. that James should have made it over Kyrie? Okay. If not for any other reason, then Kyrie's a headache. Okay, that's fair. Just the off the court stuff. Yeah, it, it's just. It's a bad look for the NBA. You should have meddled with that a little bit more. Okay. I honestly, I'm shocked that he did make uh, the starters list purely because of his off-court stuff. Everyone seems to have forgotten about it. Yeah. And at the time, it genuinely seemed like, oh, you know, I don't want to say the end of the world, but that's kind of the light. It did look like the end of his career. Yeah. That was kind of the light that um, the media was putting Kyrie's actions and situation in. So I was shocked to see... uh, him as a starter not that he doesn't deserve it he's a phenomenal basketball player he's great and see Austin anybody, Rivers call him the most beautiful basketball player did he really yeah he's I, he might be dude he's so freaking crafty he's so crafty with it Kyrie's uh his game is remarkable it's but so nice to watch I also had Kyrie you know being subbed out in place for Jalen Brown who he's played a couple more games wrong Jalen and not Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I think Brunson will probably be an all-star. Oh, reserve. Going off of Jalen Brunson real quick. RJ yeah. Barrett did not hit a three. <sighs> Trey had a parlay. Uh, it was going to be what? $5 to 26. Yeah. Yeah. And all he needed was RJ, RJ to hit to one, hit three. three. There's a lot of harder things in there. Oh, absolutely. And RJ going over three from three. Mm-hmm. I think they lost two. And overtime is rough. That that's good for one of my friends who, the uh, ten cent parlay. A, yeah, yeah. He did a, a live ten cent parlay. But uh yeah, I think uh Brown should be in over Kyrie Irving. He's played a couple more games. Mm-hmm. Um similar points per game. They're both averaging twenty seven, uh very similar shooting percentage from the field, hovering right around forty eight, forty nine. I think Brown has the the higher of the two. Um and Kyrie shooting better from three. But other than that, like Brown has better rebound stats 
a little lower on the assists, but that's purely because of the position. But I don't know. I thought he deserved it a little more. Um, been on the court more. Going back to the off-the-court stuff, you don't hear anything about Brown and his actions. And, like, props to him for being on the best team in the East for Weeks the now. better part of the season thus far. Seriously. So, he was my pick. Um, Kyrie, again, great player, but I think I also just wanted my all-star starters to be perfect. So You were close. I was close. I Did was, you put Joel on the bench? Uh, no, I had Joel in and KD and Giannis, so I had Tatum on the bench technically at the time. But that was pre-KD injury. Sadness. Yep. Indeed it was. But Overall, you did really good on all. I was this year. I was very proud of myself. I did very okay. Yeah, you did. You I did, did very right, okay. Though. I had yeah. a couple ones where I was like, I don't want to go with what I think is actually going to happen. I want to yeah. go with someone random. Yeah, that hence was the, the Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Uh-huh. Absolutely, <laughs> I love Jalen Brunson, man. I know he's I like know a seven foot big man from the '90s in a six foot one point guard's mm-hmm. body. You love to see it. I do. He's been doing his thing though with the Knicks. They've been really competitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just lost the Lakers thanks to R.J. Barrett going over three from three. Yeah, are you kidding help. me, R.J.? R.J., get your stuff together, dude. No, it's okay. Don't even fret. Just I need you to Venmo me twenty six dollars. Oh my god, I love it. Or at least five. Get your money back. Yeah, five's fine. And uh, where can they find your Venmo tray? I don't know. <laughs> I have uh, zero clue. <laughs> oh damn! All right, that's a that's a topic for next week when we find Trey's Venmo. Next but week on Fifty Shades of NBA. Uh huh. Trey's find Trey's Venmo. That's the title. You guys can uh, stay Benmo tuned for that. Trey's Venmo is <laughs> dot dot dot. Uh, I love it. But um, yeah. Moving on. Uh, we got NBA officiating and um, the NBA reviews. Oh, I wanted to add one thing yeah. onto All Star. I'd like to shout out three players. That normally happens. We're always okay. on battery saver during this tar- part of the podcast. Okay, beautiful. Um, I would like to shout out George Niang. Yep. Farrakhan Korkmaz. Yep. And. Paul Reed. Paul Reed. Who each received like Reed. player votes. Okay. For the all-star starter list. Who in the Sixers locker room was voting I'm for guessing him? Joel. Nice. What a dude. It was Paul Reed got one. Yeah. Furkan Korkmaz got one, which yeah. is wild. And then George Niang got five all-star really? starter votes. Okay. And I think it's because he's been throwing Hi, down with Yang. people lately. He also okay. almost got in a fight with Shake Milton. That's what's up. But then they posted on Instagram together after the game. And it yeah. was like, Shake tried to tell me I was too quiet. And I said, nah-uh. That's awesome. I love it. That's awesome. All right. I appreciate that, Trey. Yep. Just a little shout out. Yeah. A little shout out to your boys, to your team. But yeah, um, NBA officiating as of this past week uh, has really taken a lot of heat as as has the review um, <laughs> rules and processes. Um, and really all this was sparked because of the Lakers Celtics game where LeBron was not given or wasn't called for a shooting foul. Um, looking back at the Tatum pictures, wasn't called for a shooting foul. Yeah, LeBron didn't get the shooting foul is yeah, what, yeah. what I meant. Yeah, but Tatum um, very clearly on the replay and just any picture that you look at was slapping slapping the heck out of LeBron's forearm, was which, all caused over him, which caused him to, to miss the game-winning um, layup. And LeBron, as I tweeted out, um, was very upset and had to some a entertaining reaction to it. But there's a lot of anger and frustration. Yeah, frustration that was expressed in that moment. But uh, yeah, so 
of course, the officiating from that night and the review process came into question. And I wanted want to know your thoughts on where it is currently and if it were to change, what you'd want to see. So right now, let yep. me give it to you. So after a successful challenge, you get one yep. challenge per game. Uh-huh. After a successful challenge, you don't get your challenge back. Yep. And then also, if it's a no call, like a non-call, yeah. you can't challenge it. You okay. can't be like, I think that was a foul challenge. Yeah. So these two things came into factor with that final play because yep. first and foremost, it was a no call, so you can't yep. challenge it, which is weird. Yeah. But I don't know. It seems like it would slow the game down a lot. But It would. The second part of that is even if they could challenge no call, uh, Darvin Ham, Lakers head coach, shout yep. out to him. He's been doing great. Uh, he challenged a call earlier in the game, got it reversed, won the challenge. Yep. You don't get your challenge back. Uh-huh. And so this raises the thing of head coaches don't use their challenge until mm-hmm. late in the fourth because you only get one per game. Yeah. So I think the biggest change they could do here is give one per half. Yep. Right? So you get one in the first half, one in the second half. Yep. And in these halves, like, you know, you could use your challenge. Mm-hmm. If it's successful, you can get it back. All right. That's It slows the game down, the game down a lot. Right, mm-hmm. especially the first half ones. Even if you want to be like, if you get replenishing, yeah. And you if you it. have your fir- if you have your challenge from the first half, mm-hmm. you have replenishes in the second half. Even okay. if it's something like so that to keep the game carry speed. over, or yeah, okay. Basically, so it'd be like, all right, here's a challenge. If you don't use it in the first half, yeah, you get to the second half. Cool. You have unlimited challenges as long as you get them right. Hmm. Okay. Or, but if you use your challenge in the first half, you don't get unlimited challenges in the second half. You just get the one. Okay, gotcha. It's just tricky because yeah. obviously, like, the rest weren't paid or anything, like yeah, everyone says. I think that's it's, always kind of a silly assumption. On the video, sport, it's it's hard to watch and it's hard to see so quickly because yeah. it's just like everything's happening. Like, I don't, I didn't even see the foul until I saw the replay. Okay. I was just like, I know there's contact there. I don't know what it is. I don't know who it's on. Uh-huh. You see the replay. It's the most obvious Jason Tatum is grabbing his arm. Yep. The NBA, like, seconds after it happened, was like, yeah, it was a foul. Yeah, the, the NBA referee Twitter page, too, also came out and apologized publicly, saying that was a bad missed call. Like, we apologize. I mean, it changed the, it changed the outcome of the game. It 100%. did. Yeah, because the Lakers went on to lose that. Yeah, so. and if... If LeBron goes to the line, no time left. Yeah. He'll hit one of two at the bare minimum. Yep. You know? Absolutely. It's just rough. It's just weird. Uh-huh. But if you want to see a photo and the video of the final play, you can mm-hmm. head to our Instagram, uh, 50 Shades of NBA Pod. Yep. We got the video. We got we got the photo directly on it. Mm-hmm. And then... A little blur of, We tweeted uh, about it as well at yeah. 50 Shades of NBA Pod underscore right when it happened. So... Yep. If you want to see these highlights that... Definitely that's the that place happened. to have them. It really is. Or like we usually them. tweet out the best highlights. Or, yeah. Or the most controversial mm-hmm. moments. Absolutely. I know uh I appreciate uh your take on it. I'm with you um on the officiating. I also think that officiating for any professional sport, it's probably gotta be such a difficult job on and off. It can the never field be a hundred percent. No, you're never gonna be a hundred percent. They're always gonna be uh under fire for making a call or not making a call. So Honestly, I would never want to be a ref in a that kind of that kind of spotlight because yeah. you're literally being monitored every which way, and it's got to be a lot to shout have out that Colin of. Barnett. Colin Barnett. Yeah, yeah. Who uh, 
you enlighten me. Who is Colin Barnett? Colin Barnett is yeah. a NBA, no, NBA G League ref, I okay. believe, or WNBA ref. Yeah. Um, who's very similar life story to me. It's oh. really weird. Okay. Yeah. Maybe uh, after college, you just go be an NBA or a G League ref. Dude, he's in uh, Richmond, where I'm moving. Really? Yep. Wow, that's awesome. He's Probably South here. Korean. Reach out. I am also South Korean. Reach out. It's weird. I did. For fun. He's, oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't respond. It's okay. Not yet. Not yet. I'm not going to order for you. Yeah. But uh, that was my take on the officiating. Like, they're not going to make every call. It sucks. But uh, as far as the review goes, I'm okay if kind of similar to the NFL, they have two that they can use at any point in the game. If you, um, like, use one you and you don't win it, you lose a timeout type lose of it. deal. Bam. But I'd also be interested for cases like this where things aren't called uh, on the field, but, uh, like, the league or whoever, uh, the booth can go back and review it, maybe within the last minute of a game. Because um, controversial calls like this always happen. And I think to prevent that, maybe just the postseason or something like that, I think it's something worthwhile to look into. It's a natural um, product of human error. Yeah, it definitely is. But if I think if we can limit it as much as we can, why not? I do get it would slow the game down and all that, but if you can make the game better, a better product and more, uh, I want to say, correct outcomes, but, you know, outcomes that could or should happen given whether or not a call was called or wasn't if you, I don't know if you can correct that and it's, it's yeah, way above our pay grade. Yeah, right it is. That, I'm just pitching ideas. I'm NBA, throwing pasta NBA, to the If wall. you want us to come do this for you, we will. I'll get a whole whiteboard and start. I'll drop out of college. Over. You give me a job. I'll drop out of college. NBA. There you go. I, I'm, you know, I'm right there with you. I'll do my 12 credits online. Bam. Bam. Yeah. Oh, actually that's what I do too. Yeah. That okay. makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm 89 days away. 89. 89. Me I too. have a countdown. Gentle high five before my dog kills you. Okay. That's what's up. But uh, we're kind of running low on our battery here. So Yeah. So we've run through this last to, one. We're at yeah, 10%. Yeah. So Toronto Raptors are shopping OG on OB. Uh-huh. Uh, the asking price is three first round picks, which we has been rumored to have been at, been something that was give, offered before. Yep. May have been the Raptors trying to fake it and try to be like, yo, someone already gave us three first yeah, round picks. You should it. also offer that. Which is smart from organizational's smart, uh, also standpoint. From other organizational standpoint, uh-huh. don't give up three first round picks for OG on Nope. I did recently see a trade. I'm gonna go crazy fast okay. here. Recently saw Rapid a trade fire. where the Philadelphia 76ers Toronto Raptors went into a trade discussion. Yep. Uh Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey for Gary Trent Jr. and yep. OG Ananobi. No draft compensations, two for two straight up. Uh-huh. Maybe three for two. We might be able to get Thad Young out of the Raptors as well. Okay. A trade like that definitely turns the 76ers into more of a contender, but diminishes our long term view. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to see OG on OB play? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Trey. Um, One of the most recent ones that I saw was... Uh, shout, out okay. Zach, shout out Zach Shavaloa, who uh, wrote an article on that that I read. Shout out Zach. Uh, that was awesome. Thank you. Um, One I just saw either today or yesterday was uh, the possibility of OG going to the Memphis Grizzlies. And although I, I've i kind of been annoyed with their franchise and team this year uh, as of late, um, I think it would be really cool to to see OG on that team and it would definitely make him better, push the needle to a more championship caliber team. But yeah, yeah, that's all I got. They'd have to give up. I don't even know, but we'll it'd go, be cool to see. We'll definitely go more in depth on OG next week too. Yeah. Just cause next week's going to be the trade. Next week is 
the trade deadline, dude, on the 9th. We're going to go crazy. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I have the, the document finished. Word. 32, we'll 32 players. Perfect. But Bam. Other than that, that's all I got. Thank you again for listening. Shout out, Justin. It was a pleasure having Justin, you on. thanks for coming Love on, man, as our, as our first guest of all time. Yeah. That's so Only cool. Only took us 19, but hey. That's we'll pretty to, good. Yeah, honestly, pretty good. I'd say so. We'll have to do it more often. So if you guys are interested, reach, reach out. out to us on any one of our socials. And, you know, click our click our link tree in any of our bios. Yeah. Our email's on there, too. Just reach out. Yep. But it's a pleasure, like I said, and we'll see you guys next time. It's been real. It's It's been been fun, but it ain't ain't been been real real fun, fun. but it has been because it's the 50 shades of NBA podcast. The only basketball podcast on earth. Yep. In the entire galaxy, the Milky way. Bam. All right. Deuces. Deuces.